When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Scott Walters here. And Andy Brand Bernard. And we'll be right back. Carolyn Corey will join us. A documentary, A Tear in the Sky, featuring sci-fi icon William Shatner. The film is slated for a VOD Video on demand, of course, and digital release. Uh, it was already released about eight days ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, Scott Walter in studio talking to Caroline. Uh, Car- it's either Caroline or Carolyn. I don't know which one it is. We'll find out. Should be a very, very interesting conversation these two are going to have. Andy and I are here to just sit back and listen and maybe make a comment about how the world can be a better place if everybody get their head out of their Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, we'll be right back. Carolyn Corey and Scott Walter, right back after this. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. 
Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. That's Scott Wolter singing right there. I want you to know that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> Andy's going to get a hold of Carolyn and uh, Corey in just a couple of seconds, talking to Scott Wolter about, uh, look, people that believe in God, I'm happy for you, absolutely. People who believe in you know, extraterrestrial things. I'm happy for them as well. I just don't understand why people take such strong positions for or against something when you can't prove it. Um, enjoy things. Say, hey, you know what? I embrace the fact that uh, there there probably are aliens. I don't think we're all alone in this universe, for Christ's sake. Um, by the same token, whatever... Just calm down. <laughs> it has to be this way or I hate you. It's like, come on, well, man. Speaking of visitors from faraway places. Oh, how far have, away? How far away? I don't actually know. Carolyn. Hi. Is your name pronounced Carolyn or Caroline? Caroline, please. See, I, I, I had to check Caroline. <laughs> Yes, Glad you did. Thank you. And watch this now. This is what disc jockeys always do. Caroline Curry. No, I'm just kidding. I know it's Corey. <laughs> anyway, Caroline, uh, the documentary, A Tear in the Sky. What I want to do, Scott Walter is here with us, very, very well okay. educated in the same areas that you are. I want to sit back and listen to you two talk because this is going to be fascinating. Your uh, VOD and digital release was, uh, what, eight days ago now, correct, on A Tear in the Sky? Yeah, that's right. That's right. May 3rd. And things are going well? Yeah, fantastic. We already we got to number two on the um, top documentary chart on the first day. And uh, we're getting a lot of, yeah, good reviews. We're in the, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a good start. You no, just Car- have to keep going. Yes, you do. <laughs> Caroline, i got to tell you one thing, and then I'll shut up, I promise. I have talked to okay. William Shatner. I've been in radio for 51 years, the same morning wow. show in town for 37 years. I've talked to William Shatner at least 50 times, probably a lot more than that. What? And to this day, he still calls yeah. me Tom. How you doing, Tom? <laughs> Tom. There's no Tom. There's only what? Tom. <laughs> he always does that. He... he he loves to mispronounce people's names. I really like William Shatner. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's very funny. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. He's a character. I, I was. It was really uh, interesting to uh, to go through the process with him. <laughs> Caroline, we were sitting I'll never here. Forget that. Yes, exactly. We were. Yeah. Ta- we did the first hour of the podcast, and this guy. We were talking mm-hmm. to Scott. My son Andy okay. is the engineer. The three of us were talking about this, and Scott, out of the blue, brought up Tic Tac uh, UFOs, and you know all about that as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So that's actually how my film got started. That's so interesting. You mean you didn't know about my movie, and you just mentioned the Tic Tac UFOs? Um, Caroline, this is Scott Walter. Actually, I told Tom a story about 
Um, one of the shows that I hosted a show called America Unearthed for four seasons um, on H2 and Travel Channel. And uh, last summer, I had a fan hit me on Twitter and he said, hey, Scott, did you guys ever figure out what that UFO was in that episode oh, yeah. on Montezuma's <laughs> Treasure? And I said, what are you talking about? And he sent me a screen oh. grab from uh, from the show. And in the upper right hand corner, this was out in Utah. I forget exactly where. But there was this silver tic-tac shape, vertically aligned thing in the sky. And I looked at the picture. I said, what the heck? And so I went to the production yeah. company. I asked them to pull the raw video. They did that. And we zoomed in on this thing. And it was floating in the sky. It was only about a 10 or 12 second shot of the raw video, mm. but it was floating and it was bobbing, kind of like a bobber on the water, mm -hmm. but it was also yeah. kind of rotating back and forth. Yes, and it was silver yes. and you could see the sun was reflecting on it. Nobody that day, I remember that day very clearly because I, I scuba dived in this mm. pond and it was a, a very memorable day, but um, none of us saw or heard anything, but there it was. And um, that's how, that's, that's how this whole subject of yeah. tech came up this morning. Amazing. Does yeah, that sound, yeah, does that sound like because, something you're yeah. familiar with? Yeah, totally. Well, actually I had my own experiences out, you know, even before the Tic Tac, you know, since I was a kid, I would see things, but also more recently, I've seen things right about my house, literally, you know, like balls of light, uh, bump, you know, bouncing into each other, splitting into um, different patterns, you know, like just crazy stuff like that. So I know there's something going on. And just to answer your question, um, Tom. <laughs> Tom. 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 How are you doing, Tom? She's got a sense of humor. She does. Caroline's yeah, got a yeah, sense yeah. of humor. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So what happened was um, I wanted to do um, a film on UFOs, but I feel like as a filmmaker, my signature, if you will, is to make uh, a paranormal subject normal. You know, so I bring kind of the scientific approach and instead of analyzing footage that's already out there, because we don't really know you know, how it was shot, what, what else was going on, you know, who else was there. I mean, they tell us, but it's not the same thing. And so um, I said, in order to do this correctly, why don't we go out and set up a real scientific um, expedition? Ah. How would a scientist, yeah, how would a scientist go about proving or validating that this is an anomaly in the sky? and not an optical illusion or some sort of thing. So we went out and um, I stumbled on the guys who were on the Nimitz, you know, the USS Nimitz, who had that Tic Tac UFO encounter in 2004. And uh, which Kevin Day, he was the guy who was a, the radar guy, who actually was the first one to see it on his radar. And so I stumbled on him, and he already had a couple of scientists on his team. And he said, hey, um, that's what I want to do as well, so let's go out and do it. So that's how the film came about. And, of course, uh, we decided to go back to the same area, yeah, to the Catalina um, um, area, because 
they were the first boat, uh, the USS Nimitz. They were the first ones in 2004 to encounter these uh, Tic Tac UFOs. But then later, in 2014, 15, 17, you have the USS Omaha, the USS Kitts, other Navy ships as well, who had also encountered swarms of these UFOs. So, of course, it kind of made sense to go back there and to try to see, can we recapture these things ourselves? And uh, so we had all kinds of crazy equipment. I mean, we had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment from optical, you know, from regular cameras to night vision to FLIR cameras to spectrum analyzers, uh, magnetometers, uh, radiation detectors. I mean, you name it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we set up this crazy expedition uh, over five days. And uh, sure enough, I mean, I don't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) no, you don't. No, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and, and, and we also, we, so we had, we wanted to collect as much data scientifically as possible. So we set up in three different locations to achieve some sort of triangulation. Because that's another problem, you know, with videos that we see online. You know, we only see one angle. So we were in three locations at the same time over five days with a crazy amount of devices. And uh, we ended up capturing... First of all, objects that were going against the wind that looked exactly like the Tic Tac. And that was insane. And we also captured, yeah, we captured also the typical stuff, you know, the the orbs and things like that. But we also captured very unusual things, like things that are literally dropping down in the water, like raining down. And then, and of course, at the end of the movie, I mean, I'm totally spoiling the surprise, but basically, it's like an, literally, it's like, basically, it's a tear in the sky. Something kind of seemed to open up, and and the radar picked up reflective objects in that space. Wow. So, yeah, so it, it, it was crazy, and so... Uh, don't forget, like, we are now working, we were, I mean, in the film, uh, working with hardcore scientists. These aren't, you know, guys who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, this looks like you. I mean, they're going to analyze the heck out of it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Oh, maybe, you know, like, maybe it's a, it's a malfunction in the camera. Maybe it's an atmospheric something we don't know. Maybe it's a solar flare. Maybe it's radiation. I mean, they went through the entire analysis, and no one can figure out what it is. Hey, Caroline, um, I have to ask mm. you a question, and I hope this isn't giving anything away. I just, this is coming out of the blue. Have you ever heard of something called a CE5 experience? Of course. Okay. Yeah, Did you use any, yeah. uh, anything like that to call them in? Yeah, I love that you asked that question. So I personally, because I've had my own experiences uh, since I was a kid, and I'm actually, I come from a totally different background. You know, I was in the world of consciousness, entanglement, mechanics, you know, that was my background. So I totally, especially that I did have those experiences myself, I use my own, like, version of C5, my own technique, and it always works. But in this film, you know, I was dealing with these hardcore scientists, ah. and they're like, there's no way 
hey, we're going to do any of that. So, and I was like, like, you couldn't even mention this C word, you know, consciousness, you know. So, so I was like, wait a minute. I am investing in this very expensive production, <laughs> yep. you know, where, you know, we're like, and we're going to be there only five days. There's like, there's no way. So I was in my hotel room, you know, like every night doing my own little version of CE5 right, thing and saying, right. okay, you guys, whoever you are, just give me something on camera. <laughs> give me one thing. <laughs> So it was definitely behind the scenes. Okay. And what we should probably do, because Tom is looking at me like, what the heck are you even talking about? CE5 is something, <laughs> it's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Oh, okay. And yeah. um, you're probably familiar with Stephen Greer. Yeah. Dr. Yeah, Stephen course. Greer, yeah. he used to be a trauma surgeon, and now he's spent his last 30 years so, or so of his life, you know, working on this CE or uh uh, ET phenomena, and and I've seen uh, documentaries about some of his work with the with the CE five, and 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 I'll explain it to you this way. This is how it was explained to me. You can actually contact them because this whole consciousness aspect of this phenomena is really what they're all about. You know those symbols I showed you on the artifacts? Yeah, now? absolutely. Well, some people believe that this is a, um, a pictographic uh, expression of conscious thought, of conscious ideas, really? of communication. And so basically what the way Stephen Greer describes it is that you 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 go to a remote place. It sounds like, Caroline, you guys did that. And mm-hmm. um, what he stresses is everybody's got to be on board. Everybody's got to be dialed in. They got to be they got to believe what they're doing, that th- that we right. are going to try to make contact with them using our minds. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? And he said, imagine this. Imagine you're on Google Earth. And zoom out so that you're looking at the planet, right? And then scroll in to the spot where you are mm-hmm. in your mind. And then right. scroll back out again. And then scroll back in. And just keep doing this. And say to them, um, everything's okay. We want to communicate. We want to meet you. Please come. And just think about it like this. And it works. Really, Caroline, is that pretty good uh, explanation? Or yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I've done a lot of research um, about uh, mind, intention, consciousness, uh, having an entanglement property, meaning our minds are entangled with the fabric of space-time itself. Um, yep. There are some scientists looking into this. Of course, entanglement has been proven scientifically, so I'm not saying anything, uh, you know, strange here. But they talk about a physical object. Basically, two physical objects can exchange properties at a distance without yes. touching each other. You know, so that is entanglement. Nobody really has proven that the mind is also entangled with other minds, but also with the fabric of space-time itself. And so, but if it, if it applies to physical objects, why is it totally impossible to think that even your energy field, because we have an energy field, that has been proven. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that our, yeah, so why is it so crazy to think that our energy field, which is kind of an electrical magnetic field, 
also could be entangled with the magnetic field of the planet. I mean, we know that the Earth has a magnetic field. Yep. And so, so you know, it's all electricity and magnetism and, you know, but no one really has kind of proven this. You know, there are many scientists looking into it, but, but it works. Oh. And so if you if you go, yeah, if you think about it this way, if your consciousness, meaning let's just keep it at the energy field, you know, yep. if your energy field, uh, your mind field, if you will, is entangled with space itself, then whatever you think is then translated or it's like sent to the field itself because it's entangled right. so whoever is also entangled in the field and paying attention is going to get the message so to speak hey, that's Caroline, how remote viewing works yeah i can give you an example of what i yeah. would consider to be pretty darn hard evidence that this entanglement uh yeah. with humans is is a real thing how many times have you been mm. thinking about somebody and all of a yeah. sudden they text you. They call you. Oh, yeah. They walk into the room. Yeah. I mean, the, everybody that's listening <laughs> yeah. right now has had that happen many times. We've all had that happen yeah. many times. Now, is that coincidence? If you could do some yeah. type of a mathematical, if you kept track mm -hmm. of how many times yeah. that happened, it would not be random. It would not be uh, a percentage that, um, you know, is, is small. It, it happens it happens too often for it to be coincidence. And so I think right there is an example. You, you know, I can't tell you how many times that's that's happened to me. Tom, I gave you an example in the last hour about this Tic Tac thing that was in the show. And uh, I was asked to contact the guy that I interviewed who owned the property. I hadn't talked to him in eight years. Right, right. Four and a half hours later, I get an email from him. I know. That's amazing. And, that, and that's so a great story. I think this is another example that, in fact, this entanglement uh, is, is going on all the time. We just don't recognize it as such. Yeah. And, the, and then the science hasn't caught up with that. I mean, so going back to the film, you know, when I was talk a little bit about something like that they'll be like no 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 no, it's not proven blah, blah, blah. yeah so it's like let's let's stay away from that and so but there are uh, like we were saying a lot of scientists looking into it and studying it and there's so much evidence if you really look there's a lot of evidence uh there's also remote viewing i mean how is yeah. it possible things would happen to me when i was a kid actually how is it possible that you would know of something that is happening in another building and then you go and you find out that it is yeah. happening you know yeah. or something you see someone that you've never met before you know something about them that they never told you or something you know i mean it, it, there's just so much evidence like you can um you can have the validation also you know so and like like uh, Scott was saying, you know, one time is maybe a coincidence, but you you keep repeating it. There's strong evidence that there is some sort of entanglement going on between our consciousness, our intention, and the physical world, the fabric of space time, and so. So that so anyway yeah going back to the like to the movie so I was doing this by myself <laughs> in the hotel room I, mean, I was like okay you guys give me something something you know this is too big of an investment we're only here five days and sure enough I kind of knew that it was going to be July fourteenth so and you so, called them in you asked them to come and they came <laughs> well there yeah, you, I mean, I, there. I 
you know yeah. what, Caroline? I not to delve too deep <laughs> into you know this woo woo world, but um, I I think I, I mean we just talked about it. I think if you want to manifest it, if you want to give it a try, if you want to try to just you know, sit back and and think about something that you want to happen, something good to happen. I mean, this is what meditation mm-hmm. is really all about, right? I mean, that's that's when we have control over that. People can do it if they choose to. And I think that as more understanding about this happens and comes out and people start to realize it is a real thing, then the next step is for us to just take charge of our own lives and start to try to manifest it and use our brains. I mean, what do they say? Scientists say we only use less than 10% of our brains. Well, what's going on with the rest of it? I think there's tremendous potential there. And we, we have that ability. We just have to take that first step and give it a try, right? Yeah, I, in fact, that was the subject of my last film, which is called Superhuman, The Invisible Made Visible. And uh, again, I go about it, um, you know, through a scientific perspective. And there's all sorts of experiments that we do live on camera. And we demonstrate uh, how, uh, you know, we talk, we do remote viewing, but we also demonstrate how telekinesis works, actually, mm. um, and, and other things in the movie, uh, which in telekinesis is the ability to move, uh, to affect the physical object without any physical contact. So you're looking at a piece of paper or something, and then you want it to rotate to move, and it does. And so, of course, people will say, well, it's a coincidence, or it's the heat, or it's the air, or whatever. Yes, but then, first we do it normally, but then we do it under, you know, a glass, and then we do it in a vacuum. And if it is in a vacuum, then there is no Outside uh, interference, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is no... And we do it long distance. Hey, so, what about I mean, yeah. what about uh, we've all heard of these uh, psychics that can bend spoons? That's what you're talking about yeah. with telekinesis, yeah. right? And exactly, exactly. And just just to clarify, I think for the audience and Tom, remote viewing. Um, are you familiar with that, Tom? Not really. No, okay, I, I've heard of it, but I don't know. Caroline, much about why don't you tell them what that is? Because that is a technology, or or a uh, you know people that have that ability. Our military has been using that for decades, yes. going back for, to yes. World War II and before. But tell okay. them what that is. Yes. Yeah. Well, basically, remote viewing. It's what it what it says. Actually, it's to be able to view something remotely. So what happens is that actually in the eighties, uh, the Russians were training soldiers to remote view for the sake of uh, for the purpose of spying on the United States. And so, of course, uh, we found out about it and we said, wait a minute, we need to be doing that as well. <laughs> yep. so, so, yeah, they were like, wait, you know. So um, so they they implemented a program called the Stargate program and they started training uh, soldiers to be able to you know, do it's sort of a meditation type thing and uh, have them uh, remotely, basically, it's, it's, it's basically psychic spying, literally. Yep. And yep. Uh, they would, for example, uh, they would be given the coordinates of a an Air Force base or some military base in Russia. And the soldiers were able to pick up information, like, for example, 
oh, this military base is not active or something, or, and then they would draw exactly where the missiles were, where they were God. being moved, what was being said. I mean, in the layout of the building detail. so they knew how to get yeah. to certain places. Exactly. They could just draw it. Yeah. Exactly. The exit. The, yeah. Yeah. And it was so accurate. Um, of course, eventually it was with physical spies on the ground and things like that. I mean, everything was getting validated. And uh, so they, they were having a very high percentage uh, success rate that, uh, in fact, I think it was during Jimmy Carter, uh, one, they were, I don't remember the detail, but I mean, there's actual documentation where uh, they were finding things out about the Russians and vice versa, by the way. The yeah, Russians yeah. were yeah. totally fine. <laughs> And all of this was done psychically and then later on validated. And yeah. uh, so, so, and policy were, policy, some policies were implemented, because, you know, based on that sort of uh, intelligence, which is crazy. Think about that. Yeah. It's gone. You know know what, Caroline, this this brings mm. to mind something that I'm actually working on myself. I do a lot of research Mm. on uh, Knights Templar. And in fact, right Mm. now we're working with a treasure trove, pardon the pun, Mm. of maps uh, that were drawn by Mm. cartographers that sailed with Mm. various uh, Templar uh, ship captains over centuries. And Mm. um, we found a notebook. a narrative that one of these cartographers wrote late in the game, meaning, um, you know, only a couple of centuries ago. And he was pontificating mm. on how dangerous it was to be one of these individuals. I mean, can you imagine you are the guy that knows where the Templars hid their treasures? I think <laughs> yeah. people might want to know you. Right. Well, yeah. if you are a person that has this capability of remote viewing, do you not think you might be a valuable mm. person to our right. enemies? Right. So, um, Right. These people, they can't live a normal life like like we can. Mm-hmm. Um, they have mm. to be protected because they are a government asset, and other governments mm. they're going to want these people or they're going to want to take them out. But it's kind of an interesting right. parallel, I thought, that um, you know these people that have these abilities that have tapped into that mental um, skills or capacities that we we really all have. These people are going to be in demand, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Oh my God, Scott, you really need to watch my. Everybody should watch my movie. I, I, human as soon as I get out that. of here, I'm going yeah. home. I'm yeah. going to download yeah. it and watch it's, it. Um, yeah, it's superhuman. The invisible made visible. So yeah, and also the government. You know, for the government to be doing, you know, implementing programs to do this uh, for 20 years, actually, and I'm sure they're still doing it now, but in, under different names or what have you. Yeah. The Chinese are doing that. Oh, sure. I'm sure the Russians are still doing that. So there's got to be something there. They're not going to be wasting their time. And now, you know, going back to UFOs, the, you know, not only that the Navy and the Pentagon has been releasing all this evidence, more videos, and and then they, they had this report that didn't say anything but more recently well first of all the very latest news is there is a congressional hearing happening next week yep um about ufos and more recently there's this 1500 page report that was released by the pentagon on uh the effects of coming in contact with a ufo craft 
from radiation to nightmares to abduction to spontaneous pregnancies. Okay, this is coming from the Pentagon. This is not some woo-woo person in his garage. And so, (laughs) you know what I mean? His garage, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, this no, is, no. This it's starting to be a serious conversation that in the mainstream that we really need to be looking at these, you know, supposedly paranormal uh, events and look at them seriously and uh, and try to figure out what is going on. And that's exactly what I did with the movie. You know, yeah. going back to a pair in the sky. You know, it's like the government's not doing that. There's no one that's putting out any real scientific data. They're so, telling us, or maybe, yeah. Yeah, Caroline, I... Maybe I, it's I, us, I, maybe it's somebody else. First of all, I, I, yeah. I just want to say, ahead. you're a really cool person, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. <laughs> and for Tom to, to be as quiet as he is I right know. now... I know, I'm just like, I'm trying to I, learn something I, I can't believe we're doing this, but this is so much fun. Um... Let me ask you a question. We didn't mind if we take a break? Yeah. Oh, no, no, okay, yeah. But I have a question for her, and I, I can't wait to hear her answer. Okay, now, Caroline, how much more time do you have? Because I don't want to hold you too long. Do you have another 15, 20 minutes? Uh, yeah, I have 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I have something in half an hour. Okay, okay perfect. Okay. We'll be right back yeah. in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Caroline's here. Scott's here. Andy and I are just sitting back <laughs> listening. I'm trying to learn something. <laughs> We'll I feel bad. <laughs> no, I think, it's, I, I think it's fascinating. I'm hogging your show. I Not know. at all. What kind Not of a guest all. am I? It's perfect. We'll be right back right after this. Okay. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. 
Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website continuumweightwellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Caroline Corey with us, and of course, Scott Wol- uh, Walter with us, and Andy and I are just learning things as we go along here. <laughs> Caroline, I'd like to point something out that I talk to Scott about quite often. You know, people right now, you know, they, they like to put everybody in a little box and their own little pigeonhole, and you're too far left, and you're too far right, and you're too religious, and you believe in UFOs, and, and they, they're so judgmental. Do you think somehow we can get to a point where maybe people can understand they maybe learn something and stop being so judgmental you think that's even possible and childish you mean right yeah <laughs> very very childish. and then some and, the, yes, and yeah, then some. Right, right so here's the thing in a very strange way uh, even though it doesn't seem to be related at all uh, i think the pandemic changed uh, people's perspective on no life, doubt. right? No doubt. So, yeah. Yep. And so, but, but here's the connection. So I feel because of that, people are starting to focus on, wait a minute, I, I could be gone tomorrow. My parents could be gone tomorrow. Yeah, my right. friends. Yep. And so I'm starting to, to kind of reevaluate what's important in my life which is my happiness, you know, what is important to me. And so people are moving to, you know, to places they've been wanting to move to. They're changing careers, sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, being forced to. And so I think the focus is starting to be more on what makes sense to me, you know, uh, right now. And because of that, I feel if if that's important to me, then maybe whatever is important to my neighbor, even though it is about talking to invisible aliens, if that's what's going to make him happy, so be it. I feel like it's going in that direction. I'm sure I'm not, we're not there yet, obviously, but something started the last couple of years uh, where we're going more into, it, it looks like division. It looks like, hey, let me focus on, what makes sense to me as a reality and just not worry about the other person that I feel like there's hope in in going in that direction. Hey, hey, Carolyn, this, this sort of piggies back piggybacks on the question that I wanted to ask you. Um, And what you just explained is kind of interesting because on one hand, you know, the pandemic has forced us to sort of reevaluate our own values and what we consider to be important and what we want to do with our lives and all of that. But the other, the other thing is, is that, and and Tom and I were talking about this and Andy in the hour before this one about how crazy things are and how divisive things are. And, you know, the planet is under stress and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy time. I mean, it's, it's, this is unprecedented 
And and a lot of it is negative right now. And do you think that mm. because of that, and I don't think anybody can make an effective argument that it isn't crazy town right now in yeah, general right, around the world. Right. Do you think that maybe that could be why this UFO phenomena has become such a big thing, why our government is starting to open up, why uh, they are starting to uh, reach out to us. And, and, you know, films like yours are being made to sort of open people's minds up to this, to start thinking about things that are bigger than the petty things that we have been been arguing about for the last, you know, few years. I mean, what do you think about that? Is there a connection there? Yeah, for sure. So I feel that uh, there's definite chaos. I mean, come on. <laughs> no matter where I mean, come we on. didn't use that word I chaos, mean, but that's the I, word. I mean, like, it's, yeah. it's total chaos. Everybody's doing whatever. Uh, and so that is true. But to be honest with you, I think it's always been there. It's only been kind of shoved under the rug. It's almost so my so, for example, whatever you know political agenda whatever ufo stories whatever you know the big pharma the you know the corporate corruption all of this has been going on for hundreds of years true on this planet true and i think what's happening now it's as if it was in our subconscious in a way like we knew what we were going along and saying hey this is the way life is blah blah but I feel like now everything is out in the open. It's like yeah. it went from being under the rug and the subconscious into this in our face. You know, uh, racism is bigger than ever. Women's issues is bigger than ever. Yeah. There's still like human trafficking, you know, child abuse. I mean, everything is like is like out in our face. Yep. Right now. Yeah. So that's true. the difference. So so that's the difference. I feel. Um, that all this chaotic energy has always been there. And now because it's in our face, it's creating this division also that has always been there. Yeah. And I feel like this is, that's the reason why this is a perfect timing to add even more to the confusion and the chaos. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, just well, drop well, a bomb like, on hey, the whole mess with the yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what kind of you know, crazy story can we put out there to have some sort of control to bring back the world together? I mean, together, under control, you know. So there's definitely some agendas along those lines. But I feel we need to go through this chaos in our face for a while in order to get through to this more, you know, oneness world, that, you know, peaceful world on the other side. So now we're in the middle of the storm, which... You know what? You know what I mean? Caroline, you are uh, speaking my language more than you realize. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, (laughs) you know what? I mean... I think a lot of people who understand history and the phrase, those who do not learn from the past are destined to repeat it. Um, And I don't want to get too far down a rabbit hole, but there's this thing about prophecies. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with procession of the equinoxes. And you are. Okay, well, you know right now that we are just transitioning from the age of Pisces the fish to... Uh, Aquarius, the age of the feminine water bearer. And what's interesting is not only is it a a change, we are going through right now a change in an um, 
uh, in an age from Pisces to Aquarius, but actually we are going through um, a change in what they call the Great Celestial Year, a 26,000-year-long cycle that we are living through right now. And according to certain uh, people that um, prophesize about what happens during these times is that the beginning of Aquarius was predicted, and I heard this 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. that we were going to be going through some very tumultuous times. And the bottom line is, is that depending on how we as a species handle it, we're either going to come out of it, get our act together, and things are going to be good, as you said, Caroline, or if we don't, that's it. Yeah. So we 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 are on a really... This is a very critical time in the history of humanity. Would you agree with that? Yeah, exactly. And so it makes me laugh sometimes when people say, oh, I can't wait for the pandemic to be over so I can go back to my life. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's what, 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 I mean, what's reality? What, I mean, it was a bullshit reality anyway. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it's like, really, we were like, we were, we are lied to, we are manipulated. Yep. We, you know, we're, we're being told wrong things. We're being fed with drugs. You know, because of all the statistics, you know, by this age, you're going to have this. And by this age, you're going to have that. And if you have this symptom, I mean, we are totally manipulated. And that was a fake reality anyway. We were just going along. So that's why, like, we need to keep going forward. We need to uh, look at what's happening, this chaos that's happening right now as a healing process. You know, if you want to heal, uh, my background actually is psychology and, and healing and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to heal something, you got to bring it out from your subconscious mind to face it. You have to bring it to the subconscious, to the conscious, face it in order to get through it. You can't pretend it's not there. Exactly. And then hoping that it will go away. And so, yeah, so I really think this is uh, as strange as it may look and feel and sound, uh, this is, we're still going in the right direction, you know, and hopefully many people are making the right choices moving forward. It is hard. Plus, with everything that you said, um, astronomically, there's all kinds of stuff that's happening. Right. Um, You know, the solar flares are very uh, interesting how they affect consciousness because they affect the magnetic field of the planet right and there is also evidence that when the magnetic field is is very uh, uh, you know concentrated in some areas uh, or when it drops um it's uh, you know it affects the moods the emotions you know the way we think so there's all sorts of things going on uh, on a planetary level astronomical level and astrological level i'm not yep. too yep. much into that but there's all sorts of strange yep. eclipses and strange things going on at the same well, time. So, yeah. You, you know what, Caroline? You're, you're, you're hitting on all cylinders here. And I think a real simple example for people out there that might be thinking, um, how can planets and the sun and all that out there in space affect me here on Earth? Well, I'll give you one example. Um, women are affected by the phases of the moon. Um, and, right. and you know what I'm talking about. And that's a simple example right there. Another example using the moon is tides 
if you're a sailor on the ocean, you sure as hell had better be tuned in to what the moon is yeah. doing. Otherwise, yeah. it could cost you your life. And those are some pretty obvious examples, but it doesn't end there. Um, I got one last question for you, and then I'm going to shut up. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I'm hogging the buck here. But um, Caroline, um, after everything that we've talked about and you being obviously an an empath, um, there's no doubt in my mind about that. What's going to happen? Are we going to get through this? Are we going to survive? Are we going to be okay? Are we going to figure it out or, or not? It's really on the individual, uh, you know, basis, because if you believe, if you think you're going to get through it and you, you know, then you will. I mean, uh, that is a universal law, not because there's all this global stuff going on that the universal laws change. If you, you know, it's still the same principle. It's just that this is a major turning point in your life, whether we like it or not, whether we believe in it or not. It, it is happening on this global scale. Yep. So everybody, we need to uh, mature, you know, step up and on an individual basis say, what is important to me? Love, um, being centered, being aligned with the higher truth, with uh, doing good, being good. You know, whatever those principles are for you, this is the time to decide because you're going to be kind of swept away, you know, otherwise by the collective uh, energy, you know, others are creating it for you otherwise. And so, uh, so I feel that uh, maybe a third of the planet is going to be perfectly okay. And the other two thirds, basically, you, you know, two trajectories are being created is what I'm saying. Yep. And so, so you have to decide individually, what is the trajectory that you want? And that's the one um, that you will manifest. That's how I see it. Is that what the word love is all about? Seriously. Yeah. That's what it's all about, isn't I mean, it? Collective just, consciousness? Yeah, exactly. That's what love is, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, you could have all the money, all the whatever. You know, right. at the end of the day, right. if you don't have deep inside your heart... If you are not loved or you don't know or you don't feel love um, giving or receiving, then what is the point? What is the point of all of it? That's true. You know, so that's kind of going back to those universal principles. These are universal principles. And so I uh, I feel that uh, not I feel I know (laughs) (laughs) I didn't I, I didn't come here at this time in physical form to watch the planet explode right, and like, you know, right. have, you know, <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, no, no, I'm too clear on, right. you know, my, my higher purpose, you know, I could have done that, you know, very happily staying in non-physical form and just watching it from up there. But, um, there's a reason why some of us are on this planet incarnated at this time is to move the planet, the collective evolution, uh, on the proper trajectory, which is a trajectory of oneness, eventually. Bingo! The people, <laughs> Bingo! Yeah the people, the, yeah, the people who are choosing, you know, to kind of not pay attention, whatever, they're making it harder on themselves. But on a global level, I think 
um, you know, it's still going to take a couple hundred years, and it sounds like, oh my God, that's a long time. It is. But in terms of, yeah, but in terms of, you know, universe timing, it's nothing. Yeah. It's like two minutes. You know? In geological so, time, it's nothing. Yeah. Oh God, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's like that's like three generations. That's nothing. Yeah. But we are the ones here today making it happen. That's why everything that you do, Scott, everything that you do, Tom, Tom. Tom, hey, uh, Tom. Yeah, everything that you, <laughs> you do, hey, yeah. everything that you, <laughs> everything that you do is setting up the whole planet and the collective consciousness towards oneness yeah. and peace. Does that make sense? So that's why yep. we, it's not like, oh, let's just wait to the third day. No, 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 no. We are here yeah. to do that. And so I'm 100% convinced that that's where we're headed. You know what I love about this whole conversation is, and I, I'm sure Andy's heard me say it too many times, he's sick of it, but we need to get past that people wanting to be victims and wanting to be hurt. And yeah. I, 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 I would, if you victimize me, I would never admit that you victimized me. Yeah. No way. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. This whole wallowing in your own misery has got to get, we got to get past that because there's so many people. Well, it's boring. And it's, it's really boring. It's counterproductive and yep. nobody really cares, right? And, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, victim, victimhood is... Um, Save it for the people who are really suffering and, and need help. Exactly. That's yeah. my whole point. You take yeah. a focus off of who really needs help and put it on you? Uh, How? No. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you going to do? Caroline, yeah, you need to come absolutely. back more often. You know that? we got to get you and Scott on on the show again. This is I a, like her. I, 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 she's dialed I, in. She's I, on the money, baby. <laughs> she's, you've done a good job. And, and congratulations on your success. I'm going to check this out. Dom. Yes, please, please, please. I want to come back just so that I can say Tom, Tom, Tom again. And, uh, we're, we're, not, we're never going to use that on him, we promise. We'll save it for you, right, Caroline, Tom? we are bringing you back, Caroline. I, I just loved just sure. sitting and listening because, you know why? Because it's a very positive message. It's not about, oh, you should be terrified. There's this stuff out there, and it's really scary. No, it's all about getting to a position of enjoying people, loving people, enjoy your life and be happy. Man. You manifest yes, what you yes. what you want. Yes. And that's yep. what she was saying. Now. She's right. Now. 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 Now is the time. No excuses. People have tools. There's tons of people sharing tools. I have free stuff on my website. There's all kinds of tools. There are other people very awakened who are here. You're doing your work. You're spreading your uh, your knowledge, your energy in the way you do it. I do it. So there's, there are people here for, as a support system as well. So yep. no excuse. Make a decision today to create a positive life, loving life That's for yourself. And, and that kind of starts to influence people around you and so on and so forth and that's how reality is created so but you guys you have to watch my film we will watch the film there's no to. question no and i love we'll william. have all kinds of questions william's a great guy anyway i've always enjoyed william shatner my my entire career he's a great guy caroline thank you for delivering the positive message scott thank you for for your conversation you just don't hear this kind of stuff be positive get your head out of your ass and let's move forward <laughs> Okay, I will. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Caroline, nice to meet you, Caroline. Yes. Thanks so much. Guys. 
Come back oh, soon. Thanks so much for having me. This, this was a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, one more time with the tome. Oh, Carolina, I'll do gone. it. Oh, sorry. Oh. So, uh, he, wants a, so he wants another me. tome. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Carolyn Corey, ladies and gentlemen, the movie is out now with William Shatner, baby. What more could you ask for? VOD, it's across the board. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.